Can the Ducks possibly win eight games in a row? And we're going to talk all about Ryan Getzloff. Hit me with that music. Bam! You're Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade, and tonight is a potentially big night in Anaheim Ducks history. A reminder that you could hear this podcast wherever podcasts are heard. It is free and available across all platforms, including Odyssey, Stitcher, Spotify, and many others. And thank you for making Locked on Ducks your first listen of the day. All right, so let's get right into it. The Ducks do play the Washington Capitals tonight. We'll talk a little bit about that on the final portion of this podcast. And the big part of this podcast, we're going to be talking about El Capitan, Ryan Getzlaff, Capitan Getzlaff of the Patos de Anaheim. I just love saying it like that. Patos de Anaheim. Love it. But first, we're going to talk about the winning streak that currently still is. That's right. The Ducks are still on a seven-game winning streak. They are still the hottest team in hockey right now. And a little message to the rest of the Locked On hosts. Hopefully the other Locked On hosts can hear me. The Ducks should be at least, at least in the top 10 in this week's power rankings. I know some of some of your feathers were ruffled on the fact that the Ducks were ranked 22nd in last week's power rankings. Some of you had some pretty loud thoughts. I was with you on that. Now that they've won seven in a row, they're currently sitting number duh. Yes, number two in the Pacific Division. 21 points right behind the Edmonton Oilers. Yuck. And behind them is Calgary, Vegas. Hey, the Ducks are ahead of Vegas. 16 games in. Can you imagine being a fifth of the way through the season and saying, hey, the Ducks are sitting right there in a playoff spot? I would have thought you're crazy. Admittedly, a lot of other people would have thought you were crazy. But, hey, this seven-game winning streak the Ducks are on is the current longest streak. The next highest winning streak currently in the NHL is four. Guess who has four consecutive wins coming into tonight's game? That's right, the Washington Capitals. They've won four in a row. So now you have two hot teams colliding in Anaheim. But let's talk about the seven-game streak that was, because I feel like I didn't give that enough attention on the last show. If you heard yesterday, I talked about the three stars, my three stars of the week. But let's talk about the seven-game streak. The strength of schedule has been around 400. They've been against some uh, fairly weak teams. And going further back, the Ducks have points in nine consecutive games. Let's look back on those games very quickly. The game against the Buffalo Sabres. That was a game the Ducks probably should have won. 4-3 in overtime, but the Ducks got a point. Then they lost in that epic shootout at Vegas. The Ducks had several chances to both blow and win this game in Vegas. And unfortunately, it was a shootout that was their undoing. After that loss at Vegas, the Ducks just went on a tear. First off, they picked off the carcasses of the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadiens came into Honda Center pretty hobbled. And also, they were in dire straits because 
guess what? They had just lost to the LA Kings. So the LA Kings decimated the Montreal Canadiens and the Ducks were right there to pick up the scraps. So a little bit of a thank you to the LA Kings for really destroying them on Saturday's game at Staples Center and then leaving the Ducks to say, you know what, we're going to beat them too. (laughs) So yeah, the SoCal gauntlet is back. So Montreal left SoCal going, what the hell just happened to us? Then we got to the month of November and the Ducks said, oh, we can keep this going against the Devils? The Devils are a decent enough team, but to shut them out four to nothing, that took some guts. Then they played Arizona. We know the story. Arizona, they hadn't won a game at the time. They scored that late goal with seven seconds left, whatever. But the Ducks still won that game. Then it was the John Gibson show against the Blues. They won that one 4-1. to Then John Gibson came through again in overtime against the Vancouver Canucks. The game against Seattle, that was a wacky one. The 7-4 game, that was just goal after goal after goal. Then he had fights all over the place. It was 7-4, but it was all about that second period against the Seattle Kraken. And then the last game against Vancouver. Just complete domination up and down, led by the kids. I'm talking about Sonny Milano and Trevor Zegers, who should have gotten more playing time but didn't. Maybe Dallas Eakins is saving him a little bit. And yes, the explanation by Dallas Eakins saying that he felt that it wasn't the correct situation okay, whatever. Maybe maybe it may not have been the right situation. Maybe it was getting a little rougher out there. And maybe, maybe we just needed to, you know, play quote-unquote prevent defense and have the best defense people on the ice, like Derek Grant. But Trevor Zegers has been fine on defense anyway. I talked about that yesterday. Zegers should have played. But looking back on the seven-game streak, this is the longest streak for the Anaheim Ducks since 2016. And we're going to go to the Wayback Machine and kind of compare streaks. The last time the Ducks won seven in a row was in February of 2016. But that streak in 2016, in fact, was an 11-game winning streak. That is the longest winning streak in franchise history. you got to go way back to 2016. It begun... March 13th, 2016, at the United Center, just down the street, against the Chicago Blackhawks. It ended at Staples Center against the LA Kings. And I hate to bring the parallels to this, but I'm going to. That 11-game winning streak ended at home in a shootout against the Washington Capitals. Yes, you heard that right. The Ducks' 11-game streak ended March 7th, 2016, Against the Washington Capitals. That was a 2-1 to one final score. Guess who scored in that game, by the way? Ryan Getzloff scored a goal, assisted by David Perron and Simon Dupree. And Burakovsky scored it, and then it went to a shootout. Guess who did it in the shootout for the Capitals? TJ Oshie, who's no longer there, and Nick Backstrom. Oh, and Corey Perry also scored in the shootout, but that's neither here nor there. That game was a pretty tight contest all the way. Not many penalties, not many opportunities for either team. Both teams had a power play in each period. No one scored in the power play during that game. Then you had like that weird too many men by the Ducks. And then that Oshi penalty late in overtime. I I remember that being just a weird game all around. Thinking 
if this if this is going to be the way the Ducks lose on 12 in a row, this is a weird game to do it. And it was, in fact, a weird game. And I feel like it would take a weird game for this streak to end as well because Washington is coming in as one of the hottest teams in the National Hockey League. But kind of the parallels between those two streaks just before we head to the first intermission. There were some good teams that the Ducks played on that 11-game streak. You had Chicago, who was still good. You had Edmonton, who was up and coming. Vancouver, still decent. The Kings were still a pretty decent team at the time in 2016. I mean, there was not really many gimmies in that season's, I guess, win streak. But looking back, that was also a strong team with Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff, among others. Yeah, that was a strong, strong team. One that I thought could have maybe done better in the playoffs, if not for another Game 7 loss at home to the Nashville Predators. We've seen this several times. In fact, that was their third, fourth, fifth consecutive. Yeah, at that point, it didn't matter. It was another Game 7 home loss. That team could have done better. But that's kind of the parallels to that. So will this winning streak also end at the hand of the Washington Capitals? The one in 2016 did. The 11 game streak did. I'm I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just presenting you the facts. I'm presenting to you what happened five years ago. And I'm just pointing out the parallels. All right. We're going to head into the first intermission. But first, let's talk about DirecTV Stream, which is a great way to get your TV together, which means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. Oh, and it's also called DirecTV Stream because it brings all your favorites together, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. But that's not the best part. The best part isn't the no juggling remotes without the hassle. The best part is that there's no annual contract. No stupid eight-year contract like some teams have signed. No. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's in Espanol, directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk all about El Capitan. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to the Ryan Getzloff Appreciation Hour on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk about El Capitan, one of my favorite Ducks, Ryan Getzloff, who is currently sitting at 999 career points. He is one away from 1,000. Let's talk about Ryan Getzloff for the majority of this podcast. I'm already kidding. We're already 10 minutes in. We're not going to spend like 35 minutes talking about Ryan Getzloff, but wouldn't it be appropriate if I try to get 15 minutes out of this? So let's get started. Ryan Getzloff currently has one goal. Yes, one goal and 16 assists, which means he has 17 points on this season. He's tied for 10th in the league in points right there with Andrei Shvechnikov. 
Oh, and Troy Terry, his teammate, has 20 points as well. I mentioned Getzloff only has one goal. Getzloff has 16 points this season. That's almost the lead league in points. If you take away the Edmonton Oilers, you know what? Just let's take them away. Let's pluck away the Edmonton Oilers. Whoop! I misspoke. If you take away the Edmonton Oilers, then Ryan Gesloff leads the league in assists. That is right. If you take away the Oilers, if you take away McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, and Dreisaitl, then Ryan Getzloff would lead the league in assists with 16. McDavid has 17 apples. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 17 apples. Leon Dreisaitl, 16 apples. Ryan Getzloff has 16 apples. That's always been his game. That's always been his style. He's always been a playmaking forward. And with good reason, too, because that's always been his bread and butter Dating back to World Juniors. So we're going to go way, way, way back. Even going back to the 2010 Olympics. That's been his game. Oh, and just below him on assists, Alex Ovechkin, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Robert Thomas. They all have 14. They don't compare to Ryan Getzloff this season. Once again, 16 assists, only one goal, and that's it. But that doesn't matter. Out of the 999 points that Ryan Getzloff has so far, he has... 280 goals, 719 assists for that 999. That's pretty cool, right? You know what's even cooler? Now, here's a little trivia question that I want to throw to the audience. I want to throw this all to you. Now, I will give the answer after the second admission, but, you know, play along. Play along at home if you're listening. If you're listening at home, maybe write these down. If you're driving, then think about it. Ryan Getzloff has scored a point in 38 different venues or quote-unquote arenas, but I say venues. Ryan Getzloff has played in several venues. He scored in 38 of them. So I'll give you a little hint on this one. Ryan Getzloff has scored in 31 of the 32 current NHL venues because UBS Arena was just built on Long Island, out in Queens, New York. The Ducks haven't played there yet this season. So, not counting UBS Arena, Ryan Gesloff has scored in every current NHL venue, including the new one in Seattle. He just scored there last Thursday. He scored at Honda, obviously. So, we're not counting any of the other 31. And, by the way, I loved seeing this stat. Ryan Getzloff is the first and so far only player to have a point at both Key Arena and Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. The reason for that is because Ryan Gesloff scored a point in the Western Hockey... Yeah, that's right, the WHL. Back in juniors in 2005-2006, Ryan... or Sorry, 2004-2005, Ryan Gesloff scored a point at the old Key Arena where the Seattle Supersonics used to play. So... That's kind of a neat little statistic. So I mentioned he scored in 38, not 7. Hmm. So he scored in 31 current venues. So here's the trivia question for you all. Which other seven venues has Ryan Getzloff scored a point in? The answer coming after the second intermission. So I'm going to let you guys think on that for a few minutes. 
while you guys think on that, I'll talk a little bit more about some of Ryan Getzloff's career numbers. Uh, as I mentioned, he has 999 points. His plus-minus rating is 116. Out of those 280 goals, 187 of them have come on the even strength. 85 power play goals, 8 shorties, <laughs> eight shorties, 57 game-winning goals. Now the assists, ooh, baby. 463 on even strength, 250 on the power play, and nearly half of all those assists, no, more than half, are of the primary variety. How about that? As far as his shooting percentage, it's 11%. It has taken a dip in recent years, but he's not looking to score anymore. He's looking to pass. He's looking to get those apples. And the majority of those apples this season have been of the primary variety. As far as some of his other stats, one thing that his game has seen improvement on is in the faceoff dot. He used to be about average 50% on the faceoff. The last four seasons, 54%, 51 and a third, 52%, 56% on the faceoff circle this season. He's winning a lot of those faceoffs clean as well. Clean. But another fun stat is he's got. 1,777 hits? My goodness. I mean, that's among the leaders as far as hits are concerned. Ryan Gesloff has always been unafraid to get into the dirty areas. I mean, he's 6'4", 220. He's got a big body. He will throw his shoulders around when needed. He'll even throw the elbows around. Not too many high elbows, but he'll throw his body around when needed. And he will also protect his teammates when he has to. Ryan Getzloff has never been afraid to get into a scrap. He's never been afraid to get five for fighting. He's always been that kind of captain. And that is the kind of player that you definitely want on your team. There's a reason that he's been captain for as long as he has. And there's a reason why the Ducks have had the level of success they had earlier last decade. They had that stretch of division championships. It starts with the captain. And I couldn't think of a better captain to celebrate than Ryan Getzloff and getting 1,000 points. So uh, we'll look forward to seeing him getting 1,000. It could happen tonight. It could happen on Thursday. It could happen after that. But we'll see where he ends up after tonight. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission. And I will give you the answer to that trivia question momentarily. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag. And folks, the lines are out for betonline.ag. I mean, you have football happening, or as Sarah would say, baseball's dead to us. You have the NBA. How about those Chicago Bulls? They're looking really good lately. Oh, and of course, you have the National Hockey League. And we have an update on the NHL as far as tonight's line goes. Guess what, folks? The Anaheim Ducks are still not favorites on this game. The Washington Capitals are still the favorites on this game. But hey, the Ducks are a plus 109. They're a plus one and a half goals. So if you want to put up a few bucks on the Anaheim Ducks to win their eighth consecutive game, you can make a pretty penny by heading over to betonline.ag. On your first deposit, Using promo code Locked On, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag. 
the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, presented by BetOnline.ag. And before I get started with this, I still can't believe that the Ducks are still an underdog, according to BetOnline, despite winning seven in a row. And I'm not alone on this one. I am joined by Sarah Avampato from Locked On NHL Western Conference Wednesdays. Sarah, how are you doing today? It pains me to have to say anything nice about the Ducks. I'm sorry. Well, you and Jess do cover Western Conference Wednesdays. So before moving on, I had a trivia question before the intermission asking about the 38 arenas that Ryan Gesloff has scored a point in. 31 of 32 are current arenas. Um, You had a couple of guesses at this question as the other seven. I did, yes. Yes, and what were some of them that you said? Oh, I assume you haven't revealed the results Not then yet. on your show? Okay. Not well, yet. This feels like cheating, though, because now I know all the answers. All right. So what are the, some of the ones that you knew right away? Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. C- Civic Center or the Igloo. Mm-hmm. Did they call it Civic? Well, Civic, C- Civic Ar- Arena. Arena. Yes. Sorry. Well, I'm glad I'm saying this now. <laughs> I had Civic Center before. So nope. Civic Arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other six. Uh, Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis. His first goal. Um... Whatever the heck the Islanders have done with their lives. Yes. So both of them, Barclay Center and Nassau Coliseum. Right. And then Dodger Stadium. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, the outdoor the outdoor game. Mm-hmm. By the way, that was on an assist to Corey Perry. Of course it was. Of course it was. And then there's two others. Right. That are, that are kind of the weird ones. Um, Old Edmonton. Old Edmonton, Northlands Arena. Right. And the one that shocked you. Oh, that's you, right. I literally just forgot it, even though we talked about it before. Yes. The one yes. that shocked you, the one that's going to shock everyone else listening, Phillips Arena in Atlanta. Yeah, the old Atlanta Thrashers. You have a Thrashers jersey. I do. Uh, which player is it? It is Marion Hosa because he is wonderful. <laughs> and also, congrats to Marion Hosa, Hall of Fame weekend. Mm-hmm. Also, Kings legend, uh, Jerome Gidla. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he made it as well. Mm-hmm. LA Kings legend. Yeah. So yeah, just those seven bonus arenas just for reference. So if you want to talk about it on the water cooler in Orange County, the bonus seven venues, Dodger Stadium, Joe Louis Arena, Northlands Coliseum, Civic Igloo. <laughs> Sorry, Civic Arena. Did I say it better that time? I'm not a Yinzer. <laughs> I don't... And you're a hockey person. I know. <laughs> Nassau Coliseum, Barclays Center, and Phillips Arena in Atlanta. Uh, so the Ducks have a pretty important game tonight. I haven't really previewed the game, but I know you've talked with the host of Locked On Capitals. Yes. And one of the strengths that he probably talked about was defense. Yes. Uh, I see that the Capitals are ranked, I want to say, third or fourth in goals allowed. Um, what did he reveal about their big defensive scheme, or what did he say about you know, I, th- I think from the Capitals' perspective, the thing that has been surprising is that going into the season, everyone thought defense was going to be a really big weakness because it's basically John Carlson and some dudes. Yes. And surprising to everybody is that those dudes have all managed to pretty much step up and, you know, none of them are superstars. They're all just kind of there, uh, but have, have been 
holding it together and have turned something that could have been a weakness for the Capitals into something that is is a strength. So, you know, there's a lot of guys on there who it's like, well, I never hear his name. Well, that's usually a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never hear about Orlov. Uh, Van Riemsdyk, that was kind of a good addition to mm-hmm. the Capitals this season. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was kind of surprised to see that the Capitals are third in goals allowed at 2.4. So what do the Ducks have to do to get past that staunch defense? Sit on them? <laughs> uh, which players do you think is going to make more of a difference for the Ducks on this game? I mean, I feel like I'm contractually obligated to say Troy Terry. Troy Terry. Although, for what it's worth, I did say his points week would end at 14, knowing that Washington was coming. So I kind of saw that. And then I see, you know, Wilson obviously has been... Doing well lately. Gotta say it. And of course, Alexander Ovechkin, the great eight. Hey, the great eight could be derailed for an eight-game win streak. Ah. No? Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Was that awful? It was a pun. No, it was terrible. (laughs) But some of the other defenders that I see on the Caps roster, uh, for her very... Yeah, I forgot about Jensen. Yep. Everyone did. No one talks about him. No. It's John Carlson and some dudes. No one talks about any of them except for John Carlson. <laughs> as far as the goaltending, uh, Vitek Vanacek has got a 9-12 save percentage, which is decent at best. The goals against is 234. The goals against is good, but the save percentage is around 900. So they're just not seeing a whole lot of shots. I guess maybe that's part of it. They're just lucky that they're not seeing many shots. Which, I mean, I guess also goes to the defense of the Caps then. If the if their goaltenders aren't even facing a whole lot of shots in the first place, you know, what's preventing that? Oh, the defense of a bunch of guys no one's heard of before. Yeah, a, a good defense on the blue line, possibly. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we'll look forward to tonight. Do you think Getzloff gets 1,000 tonight? No. No. I'm going to say no as well, despite the fact that 60% of the listeners, I put out a poll on LO underscore Ducks, and 60% thought he'd get it tonight, mm-hmm. 30% thought he'd get it Thursday night, and the other 10% said it'll be on the road. Oh. Yeah. All right. Spicy. Yeah. I'm thinking more it's going to happen on Thursday night. All right. Thursday's the... Carolina Car- Hurricanes. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, they have pretty good defense, too. Yeah. But Washington is yeah. another level. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Oh, so I also wanted to have you on because both of our teams were ranked pretty poorly. And this is our last ditch effort to tell the other locked on hosts why both of our teams should not be in the bottom five on the power rankings. I mean, you I mean, the Kings were 25th. No way the Kings have been. 25th. The Ducks are 22nd. Yeah. So let's make one final case. Why should both of our teams be ranked higher? I don't want my team to be ranked higher. No? I want everyone to underestimate us. So you want the Kings to be 21st? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe you're fine with it. I'm not. That's, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think they're disrespecting both of our teams to be frank. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, the Kings, one of the hottest teams in the National Hockey League, mm-hmm. they had that nine-game points streak. They're still a very, very good team. Maybe if the Ducks do some damage to the Capitals on Tuesday, maybe the Kings can 
pick apart the carcass of the Capitals on Wednesday. That is both my hope and the prediction that Tyler from Locked on Caps made. Really? Yeah. So the Caps will be tired on Wednesday and the Kings will slaughter them? Uh, he predicted a 4-2 win, so not quite a slaughter, but he did predict a Kings win. Hey, how about that? I refuse to make predictions, so I could not tell you anything. I think this one's going to go extra tonight. Ooh. And I'm going to make a bold prediction. The last time the Ducks had a long, long winning streak, the Caps won 2-1 to one in a shootout. I'm going to make that same prediction. Caps 2-1 to one in overtime. It's right. going gonna to be close. Because the Ducks' defense has improved, so is Washington. It, it'll be a fun one, I think. All right. Good luck, John Gibson. <laughs> hey, John Gibson has been on a tear recently, so I'm, I'm hopeful. Cross my fingers for this. And finally, one last thing before we go. Since you were here, I just want to thank you for you know, having me come on Locked on NHL last week with the whole Bob Murray thing. Uh, for those of you that want to check out Locked on NHL, I mean, make... Our show is your first listen, but make Locked on NHL your second listen. Absolutely. Yeah, we talk about stuff. Yeah, and I'm hopeful that you and Jess will at least give a little love to the Ducks on the Wednesday podcast, hint, hint. We'll see. Ooh, I'm right here. You don't dictate my content, sir. (laughs) I'm hoping to. Nope. Go Ducks. Anyway, uh, thanks all for coming. Uh, Actually, thank you for coming on the podcast, and thank you all for listening. Sarah, where can the fine folks find your podcast? Where can they find your work and all that jazz? Sure. Uh, Locked on Kings and Locked on NHL, both available wherever you get your podcasts. Locked on NHL on Twitter at Locked on NHL Pods. Locked on Kings at Locked on LA Kings. I'm on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. Come say hi. I, you know, make fun of Vegas a lot. And I think that's something we can all agree on. Yep. And uh, that's all I got. All right. Uh, You also cover the Hurricanes, Kane's Country among other things. So, once again, Locked On NHL Western Conference Wednesdays. As for myself, uh, you could find me on Twitter at StimpyJD, and you could follow the podcast on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And you got to give a shout-out to all the fans that have really come supported the podcast, both of our podcasts, and making Locked On Ducks a big listen for the week. So, thank you all so much. Uh, Sarah, any final words before we head off? Um... The fact that Ryan Getzloff didn't score his thousandth point against Vancouver is a crime against me personally. Oh my god. (laughs) I forgot about that. So for those of you that missed the previous podcast, Sarah made it a point to say that he'd score three. You know what? He came close. He did. If it wasn't for a post, if it wasn't for like one of these little calls, he would have gotten three points on on Sunday. Yeah, it's a crime. It's a crime. But I'm still saying Thursday. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate all of you listening. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. That was Sarah Avampato saying, if you're going to the game, have fun tonight. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Sarah, what do ducks and kings and gulls always do? Eat responsibly. And fly together. Quack, quack. That's communication.